Hello, you're listening to Reviewing History, your comedy history podcast. I'm filmmaker and teacher Brian Rupert, joined here by, as always, Stephen Dagliaco and Andrew Yo. <laughs> you didn't say it last time, so no. I didn't think you were going to yeah, do it this I time. Do, I keep you on your toes. I was so hood. I you. never know, never know what I'm going to get. Yeah, I was so hood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so real quick, I'm going to nip this in the bud before we even fucking begin. Okay. Well, and I don't want to hear a goddamn fucking joke from you guys about gerbils in this fucking <laughs> podcast. All right, we're we not all, doing any. We all fun. thought of it. We're not doing the gerbil bit. When I'm mentioning Richard Gere putting gerbils up his ass, we're not doing it. The buck stops here. So we're going to do it, though. You, you, already, <laughs> yeah, you laid it out. I mean, we weren't going to. We're not I, fucking doing everybody it. Everybody was thinking it. You guys better not fucking do it. <laughs> I was doing it while watching it to get in the mood so for this. So was I. You were gerbling as you were watching <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, because I knew I was going to come talk about this. And I'm like, I got to know what he was going through. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Mothman. We're doing Mothman. We're doing Mothman. The Mothman prophecies. I don't know why you... Neither of you say the whole title. It's more you just fun. keep saying it's the more Mothman. F- it's more fun. Do you know Mothman. I almost watched the wrong thing twice? Really? There's yeah, a million there's, Mothman Yeah, movies. there's a ton of things called oh, the yeah. Mothman. Well, who doesn't love the Mothman? And they're all like made for TV shit. Yeah. Is he your favorite cryptid? No. Who's your favorite? I like the um, you have more the Wendingos. More than one. Wendingo. You know about the Wendingo? I am familiar with the Wendingo. He's a Marvel character, guy's first appearance. Oh, really? Yeah. What does he do there? Basically, he consumes human flesh. It's kind of like a zombie Sasquatch almost situation. You pass it on. What about the Mandingo? Is he a superhero? <laughs> he's a good guy? No, he's a villain. Huh. But like, kind of, he doesn't want to be a villain. You know, it's like a curse. Does a Chupacabra count as one of those? Yeah. Yeah. I like the Chupacabra. Jersey Devil, obviously. Yeah, you're a, you're a Chupacabra kind of guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jersey, <laughs> Jersey Devil, got to keep it local. Right, right. You like the Sasquatch? Sasquatch is good. I like Bigfoot. If one of them is real, I think the Sasquatch has the best chance of being real. Bunny Man. Well, Bunny Man is real. Bunny Man is real. <laughs> <laughs> but he's also a cryptid, right? I don't is know he? if he is. He's just a guy. He's just a dude. Yeah, he's just a dude in a but bunny he's suit. Ne- he's the never- bunny man is a guy we heard about a while ago. <laughs> but he's a cryptid. Is he? I thought he was just a guy. I in like thought a he's tunnel. a cryptid. He's like a guy that escaped from a mental institution <laughs> in a bunny and outfit. then hit a house with a hatchet while like a guy was working on his shed, <laughs> and the bunny man snuck. But it's a guy in a bunny suit. He's wearing a, a yeah. bunny outfit. A pink I one. picture him like pink bunny, kind of ragged. He, it's a pink bunny suit yeah. in my imagination. With like stains, right? Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, got yeah, stains. yeah. he's pro- un, he's unshaven. He's been his through. face is complete. Like it's not like a, a bunny mask or anything. Yeah. His it's just a man. Yeah, <laughs> but he has like the the hood with ears. Yeah, but one of them yeah. is ripped. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he comes up on this guy building a house, and he hit like the post with a hatchet. And he said, "You guys are always messing around. I'm gonna bust you up. <laughs> I'm gonna bust you in the head." Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, That's his quote. Yeah. He's the only one with a catchphrase. Yeah. <laughs> but that was it. That was the end of it, right? Right. No, he shows up several times. Like he hits people's cars. Yeah, he attacked the guy's car. Did we make that up or did that actually? No, this happen? was what yeah. we found out. There's there's like a bunny man bridge. Yeah. So he went on like a what did he have a hatchet? Yeah. So he just went on a hatchet rampage but didn't hurt anyone? No, he was just causing just like minor minor uh, dents vandalism. <laughs> The, the Washington Post. That which, might have been someone we know. <laughs> the Washington Post, which ties into this, mm-hmm. has four articles about, about the, bunny the bunny man. Fucking bunny man. <laughs> it, from October 22nd, 1970 to November 6th, 1970. I thought we made this up for like years. No. No, bunny man's real. Oh, Brian and I love the bunny man. 
Yeah, can I, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I just thought you made him up all these years. I was like, yeah, why would anybody talk about this? It's a guy who just hits things with hatchets. <laughs> it sounds like you made it up in the car on the way here. <laughs> Bunny Man is mad real. He's a <laughs> Even dude. the line sounds made up. <laughs> He's a dude in hatchet who just runs out in a bunny yeah. costume. I don't think he killed anybody. No. He just he like, didn't even hurt anyone. He's he, just a maniac. Who just did like, damage? Ah, I'm like, a bunny man. But it's, it's just minor inconveniences. Yeah, <laughs> it's like he, he like smashes a mirror, like a side view yeah, mirror. Yeah, like oh, I know I gotta get that fixed. Yeah. <laughs> You've heard of Goat Man, right? Who's a Goat Man? <laughs> Same thing, only wears a goat outfit. It's a guy who this these people like were tracking who would dress as a goat. And mix in with like a herd of goats and like <laughs> is this Wiley Coyote? <laughs> no, this it's sounds like, harmless. It's like a psycho and like he would just like like roam around with this pack of goats like eating grass and shit. That sounds harmless. Let him live. And like people would track him like and look at him. <laughs> I love this. You never heard of the goat man? No. Oh, uh, was he into bestiality? I don't. Was he having sex with the goats? Are we now going into another dark path? I don't know. <laughs> Is it, is it going to be uh, spooky stuff? <laughs> spooky stuff with goats? Yeah. Brian's spooktacular. <laughs> it's just the most horrific things on humanity has to offer. Anyway, Mothman Prophecies. Yes. 2002. Have you guys seen the movie before? I saw the Mothman Prophecies in the theater. Did you wow. like it? Like I said, I saw it in theater. I haven't seen it since. You were young when you saw it, too. It was when oh, it yeah. came out. I was probably 12, 13, okay. something like that. I have very few memories of the movie, except for, <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll just say it now. Yeah. So in the trailer for the Mothman Prophecies, <laughs> they focused heavily on the chapstick scene, where <laughs> he is talking on the phone with the Mothman, <laughs> and he asks him what he has in his hand, and the Mothman says, Chapstick. And me and my friend, when we were kids, thought this was the funniest fucking thing ever. And ever since then, whenever I hear the word chapstick, <laughs> the Mothman plays in my head because I'm a crazy person. Now, this has evolved a lot in the last 20 years. Now, whenever my wife uses chapstick, references chapstick, looks at a chapstick, says the word chapstick, I make her stop what she's doing and watch the entire scene. <laughs> she finds this hysterical, right? Now. It took a while. Oh, she finds it funny now? She laughs now. Okay. But for a long time, she was furious. And I am incapable, incapable of watching the scene without laughing hysterically for the entire so it happens. And it happens to be the pivotal scene of the movie. It's like the scariest, it's the scene. scene. It's yeah, the it's scene. the scene. And I'm, like, I watched the movie last night. I'm fucking dying <laughs> laughing watching it. So, what, I, Did you watch it with your wife? Yes. We're, <laughs> she couldn't wait to watch this. She's never seen it. I gotta okay. see, I've yeah. never seen it until this. I told this. her, yeah, we're going to watch The Mothman. She's like, I must be there. I've never seen, <laughs> never seen the movie until this moment. But you've done the chapstick thing for quite some time. Forever. And it it's got part to, of my life. It got. I would call you and, and say like chapstick, and you just start laughing. I, I'd hang up. I would just hang up like that. Well, that was our conversation for that week. In your shoe. In your. In, <laughs> seeing it 
as like with the <laughs> with the context, with of, the the context of you, right? Did you ruined it for me? Yeah, of course it because did. Because it's actually it did. a scary scene. It's just unnerving. It's, it's, it's unnerving. Yeah, yeah. And, but it's hilarious. But you ruined it for yeah. me, and I'm so happy you did. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian, you've seen this before. I had seen the chapstick scene because I'm friends with Ant. <laughs> You never seen the whole movie? I never seen the movie. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> so I, I was excited to watch this. <laughs> What'd you guys think? Well, I mean, do you want to say now or do you want to? We go? usually we do initial thoughts. What do you? What would My, you okay. Uh, going into this, I I actually outside of you being make it into a comedy, has have been told that it was scary by multiple people. So like the mm-hmm. multiple prophecies is actually a scary movie when you when you watch it. And I, I it's was, not. I went into it like okay, this is gonna be scary and. I enjoyed it, but it, it wasn't what I wanted. It's it's a creepy movie. It's creepy. Yeah. Yes. I have mixed feelings about it. Like, it's not bad. No. But it's, it's not fine. great. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's fine. It's, yeah. 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 Definitely. There's a whole There's lot. a lot of nothing going on in the movie. You know, like, I like it. I like the beginning a lot. And I like up to where he's... I like when they start the investigation. And then it just kind of... It drags. It starts to oh, yeah. drag. Like nothing yeah. happens. Right. It's just a lot of phone calls. I wrote in my notes, "This is dragging," because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like it hits a point where it's like everything they've set up, everything they've need to set up, get to what's supposed to happen. You're running in circles yes. now. Yeah, right. they don't. They don't pull the trigger exactly. Yeah, I I made a, a nice AKA for this. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. The gear stare. <laughs> That's what this whole movie is. Is him staring. Did you not like his performance? No, I thought he was fine. I thought it was very good. I yeah. rewatch it. He only stares. I, I thought Laura <laughs> Linney kind of stole the movie. He, I liked her. Abigail Adams herself. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you could say that, but She's he also, just stares. Uh, Truman's wife. Yes. <laughs> um, Real quick, re- let's talk about the Truman Show for one second. Okay. What? <laughs> She's like a prostitute, right? Because she has to have sex with Truman for money. Wow, I never thought about that. Like, isn't uh, she supposed to get pregnant? Yeah, well, that was what they were building up to. She wanted They wanted yeah. to have a kid. So, well, like, she has to sleep with Truman. Do you count porn stars as prostitutes? Yes. Yeah. Then, yeah. If you if you separate those two, sure. But, no, if you count them, then she's a prostitute. Yeah. She, she has to have sex with Does Truman. Does she love Truman? No. They make that clear. Does he love her? No. 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 He's in love with the other girl. The random girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, makes a better show. Uh, yeah, I guess she's a prostitute. Yeah, yeah. You never thought of that? Huh? No, I didn't. No. I saw like I was watching like the last half hour. The other all right, but day. what about like Natalie Portman getting a box eaten in the ba- the ballet movie by uh, Black Swan? Yeah. Well, she's not really getting her box eaten. It's yeah. simulated. Oh, they don't really do it. No, no, it's simulated, dude. All right, what about Marlon Brando raping a woman? That was well, he's life. a rapist. Yeah, he's a he's life. a spooky rapist. <laughs> <laughs> he, it was just Halloween. That's all. <laughs> I'll give you a trick. <laughs> so love and you for myself a treat. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Brian wants me to talk about his doodle. So what do we have here? There's a moth. <laughs> is that a moth? it? Is a moth? <laughs> okay. It has many eyes on its stomach. <laughs> it's not a moth man. It's a moth. And a bed. I'm assuming... A bed? A bed? <laughs> is that a bed? That's the bridge. Oh, that's the bridge! <laughs> See, I thought it was the bed that the that the shoe was on okay. with the watch. <laughs> I should just... shoe. I should just drew, drew it. You should have drew some chapstick. Chapstick, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it looks like the, the 
the bed slash bridge looks like he just wrote H O H, but the O is a giant oval. Um, this is <laughs> one of your better doodles because I Thank do recognize you. that as a moth. Okay, but that is not a bridge. It looks more like a bed to me. Can do you see a bridge at all? You you wrote H O H. That's what you wrote. It's just a long O. And the moth thing looks like a Pokemon. It yeah, look, it, looks it looks like, like um, Venomoth. Venomoth. Yeah. yeah, that's probably what I was channeling. <laughs> and Venonat. Is yeah, the, is the other one. Uh, let's talk about the moth. Yeah, let's, let's, so right, let's, let's dive in. Yeah. yeah. So we're in Point Pleasant. No, Country roads no, take that's not me where home. It starts. To a place. Well, I'm sorry. There's text. Georgetown. There's text about oh, yeah. Point Pleasant, yes, there is. West oh, Virginia. Yes. That there's this bridge that collapsed in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Let, okay, well, hold on. I you just think I'm singing Country Roads for no reason? That was the first thing I wrote down. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I just want to say this movie has very little to do with the real Mothman story. This story is complete yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is not a It's completely movie. fictional. Yeah. It's like they, they say it's based on true events, but it's utter bullshit. So I hadn't seen this since I was a kid, and I was expecting it to take place in the 60s. And then yeah. it doesn't. They just made a contemporary. <laughs> it's 2002. And it is the most 2002 movie, like, ever. The intro. Yeah. Oh, the intro. <laughs> it looked is, like oh Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. <laughs> like, the credits and, the, like, the, everything about the intro but screamed 2000. In 2002, yeah. everyone had cell phones. So does he. Does he? Yeah. yeah. I feel like they weren't using cell phones. No, right? he had them. Yeah? He had one. I, I thought he goes to a pay phone at one point. No, it doesn't work. He goes, he goes, his phone stops working. He has to go to the guy. Ah, uh, okay. They pull. We'll the, get to it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, so they show Richard Gere in his office on his phone. Mm -hmm. It's it's a Christmas movie, actually. I suppose it is. Yes. Uh, uh, partly. Yeah. Most of it. Yeah. He's there. His like an office Christmas party, you know. And as like he's driving, they show the opening credits, which, as you guys said, is the most 2002 thing ever. Mm -hmm. But did you notice that they show the director's name twice in the credits? No. Like Mark Pellington really wanted to let you fucking know this is his baby. He made this movie, so the credits are going right, and it's like directed by Mark Pellington, mm -hmm. and like all this shit happens and blah blah blah, all like the credits, and then the last credit is a film by. Mark Pellington. <laughs> oh, he doubles. And I was like, you put your name in twice. For Do we the know same Mark thing? Pellington? What else has he done? <laughs> was he uh, not much? I looked it up. He did. Yeah, it's nothing of note. There nothing were, of note. There was like one. Uh, there were a couple of things that I had seen, but nothing really that. In like, this is movie, good. was he possibly a producer, and that's why it said a film by? Maybe he produced. He it. produces a lot of his shit. He does, but yeah, that's probably why. Uh, that's why. That's for the double. The double ones. Maybe he did Deep Blue Sea. Do they show deepest uh, bluest? My hat is like a shark's face. Do they show Deborah messing in, in the intro? I think so, right? Yeah, they show her ass because she's, she's in the shower. Fox. She's a fox. Yeah, in she this. was hot. I didn't. I Richard Gere not so much a fox in this, but Richard Gere is a good looking man. Yeah, he's a handsome yeah, man, he, but he's, he's a little past he's, his prime here, right? He's, yeah, yeah, he's done at this point. He's older. Yeah, he, he's probably a little too old for Deborah Messing. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that Deborah did, Messing was is very quite attractive. Mm. I was very uncomfortable with his like silk white hair while they're making out. I'm like, what's happening? Did you find it weird <laughs> that they decided to fuck in the closet? No. Because when you decide to pick a house, you go into the closet. <laughs> you wherever always you get hard. The closet. That's the house you buy. Well, that's. That's how you mark your territory. That's right. how you, to keep intruders out. You let them know. Yeah. You have sex in the closet, yeah. and then people walking by will smell the pheromones. When when I moved out of my childhood home, I went into my closet, 
and I pissed in the corner of the closet. That's not fair to anyone new that comes in because yes. now they won't go in that room. Yeah. yeah. Like under no circumstances. I marked my territory. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's an alpha move. Just like like mm. if I'm gonna go to an open house, right? Mm-hmm. You see the kitchen, you see the bathroom, you see the bedroom, you see the walk in closet, you shut the doors. Do I get hard? Do I get hard? If I do, it's a goodbye. I don't care what the price is. It's a, a fair goodbye. Point. I know the Hittites used to uh, when they would invade new territory, <laughs> they would um <laughs> they would all just piss everywhere. <laughs> They piss on the mountains. Now it's their mountains. You know, in the Bible, when they spoke, <laughs> all right, when they spoke, all right, they spoke about that golden statue. Osmandius. It, it, it was figuratively speaking. Look upon my works in despair. <laughs> I'm just they are pissing. covered in my feces. <laughs> so, anyway. so they're buying a house, and they actually were looking. At a house for a while because Deborah Messing specifically didn't want a house near blacks and Jews <laughs> or dentists. That's that, a Seinfeld reference. Oh, is she the anti-dentite? Uh, she's the anti-dentite. <laughs> oh, so there's a Seinfeld okay. episode, and at the end, Jerry's an anti-dentite, and she goes, "Dentists, who needs them?" Right. Along with the blacks and the Jews, right. and Jerry like gives a face, and it cuts to credits. Right. Uh. Yeah, it's it's a really funny line. Yes, it's good. You didn't um, know that was her? No, I didn't. Yeah. Um, they're all happy that they're buying a big house now. Yes. And they're driving. Nice There's also a lot of moths in the closet. Yes. There was one. Perhaps foreshadowing. There was one big moth. There was a moth, yes. Uh, I thought there were a couple. No, I saw two. Just one. Oh, you said there was more than one. Mm-hmm. I saw two Oh, moths. shit, I thought there was one. Mothra. Oh, like, I so, love it. So Is now- Mothra your favorite Godzilla villain? No. What's the three-headed one? Gadir. Yeah, that one. King Gadir is the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought people like Mothra. Mothra is like kind of an ally that got like her own movies and shit. It's you just she? like the Mothra. From yeah, Mothra's South Park. a girl. You just oh, like yeah. you just like the South Park one. Robert Smith. Robert Smith of yeah, the Cure. That's what you like. Mm. So they they fly they uh, drive away. Yes, they're flying. They're flying. Yeah. And she's like all over him. They're all mm-hmm. giddy and happy. And the well, they're, moth- gonna, they're gonna have some sex. Yeah, yeah. more sex. Yeah, more they're sex. They already had sex. Because they buy the house and then he closes the yeah. and as the man is he's standing yeah. there. We'll take it and then he yeah, shuts. So he's like, the we're gonna fuck in this closet. It's like, how, okay, you beautiful people? people, you beautiful Hollywood celebs, <laughs> wild cats. Do you think the realtor stood outside and listened to them fuck the whole? Yeah, house? He jerked off. Yeah. 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 yeah, you wouldn't have. I mean, did he try joining? Is the better question. Well, he they had the door closed and he, you know, after like two minutes or so, he's just like, hey, you mind if I come in? And they were like, yeah. I thought I, we were wondering what you were waiting for. <laughs> and that's what happened. Dreams do come true. Yeah, forever. It's a Christmas movie. Right. He um, was like, I have a Gaelic, and <laughs> Richard Gere was happy to oblige. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then the Mothman kills her. Or is it the fact that there were no airbags in the car? <laughs> well, the Mothman flies at the car and they crash. Did airbags not exist around them? No, in 2002? Like, like, I feel like airbags She, cra- she barely crashed. Like, she spun out. She and hit, hit her a, head. She hit a, she a, a garbage. She on the fucking She hit window. a garbage pail. And so then she smashed the side of her head on the side window. <laughs> yeah, the window shattered. I yeah. feel like that's a hard and, hit. And she's all freaked out. Well, she's unconscious. She's, well, <laughs> after, you know, she gets to the hospital. Right. And then she goes, you didn't see him. You didn't see him? You didn't see them all. You didn't see it? And he's like, what are you talking about? There's something wrong with me. And then, then they find she has a tumor. Did you guys see the wristband 
that in the hospital, they zoomed in on it, and the doctor's name was Spyro. S-P-I-R-O, yeah. and I was like, Spyro the Dragon. Yeah. Oh, I he, thought it was a little homage to that. He's cool. Ripped those rage. This was a <laughs> they, they really loved 99 to 2002 games. Well, yeah, this was 2002. Yeah. This yeah. was perfect for that. Spyro the Dragon. He's a defunct game character. He's up there with, like, Gex. <laughs> yes. Banjo. Yes. Banjo, yeah. I think there was, like, three Spyros. There um, were three. It was the, Year of the Dragon. There was, was Spyro the Dragon and yeah. Spyro 2. Bomberman. Right. Remember Bomberman? <laughs> yes. Bomberman was great. The oh, 90s God. and like the late 90s and early 2000s, every company was desperate to have like a gaming mask. They all wanted Mario 64. Awesome yeah. Possum. Awesome Possum. I don't remember that one. Oh, that was that Genesis. Was that was a good one. Yeah. What about that? Glover? Glover. Yeah, yeah yes. it was just Danny Glover in his own game. <laughs> Hello. What about I Vector? I can't get a cab. Vector Man. <laughs> Do you remember Vector Man or no? Oh, I remember Vector Man. Vector Man, Man was the <laughs> shit. This is when this part of the movie is when I actually realized uh, shit's gonna get really cheesy and corny, and I wasn't expecting it. Why? Because the Mothman just murdered a woman? No, no, no. <laughs> that actually was kind of bad graphics, but it, it wasn't the peak of cheese. It's that when they do the brain scan and they show the tumor and it goes doom and it's just a moth in yeah. the brain scan. Oh yeah, there was a moth in her head, <laughs> and I go, oh fuck, <laughs> here we go. This is gonna be cheesy. Now here's here's my question. She the the accident didn't kill her. No, we're, we're misrepresenting. The tumor killed her. Yes, she she had like can- secret cancer. Yeah. Unless you think that the Mothman gave her cancer, right? Or you could think that the Mothman no. was trying to warn yes. Richard Gere that she had cancer. That's what it was. Yes. Oh, you think the Mothman was trying to help him? The Mothman yeah. is actually the good guy. The, in the Mothman movie. So you think is it's very a friendly. Ambiguous. It's a friendly Mothman. It's not that he's friendly. It's just that what he does is he alerts someone. That tragedy is coming. Yes. That's what the Mothman does. The Mothman is a, the good guy. And then guy you got to figure it you out. Gotta, you got to <laughs> interpret his mothy ways. He's the good guy. <laughs> right. Also, this is all when I found out that Richard Gere was not going to be good in this, was this scene. Because his wife just got into a massive car accident, no emotion. No, I thought he just was found, very emotional. Just found cancer, no He didn't cry. Not once. He, he didn't look sad. I, I don't he think just he would stared. Cry. I think if you found out your wife, you'd just be horrified. But I don't know if you'd sh- like just break down. I would, at least, I would at least have like a, a, a sad face. Just once. He's ho- shocked. Well, you, you it's I don't want reality. It's a movie. <laughs> it's a movie. I need him I, I need a little feeling. He's just staring. I think you mean you're being mean to gear. I'm gonna be really and mean you to gear. No, he's suffering because of what's happening in his bowels at that very moment. <laughs> That's the thing. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. What did I say? <laughs> <laughs> And now you, you get uh, the first like, creepy thing, right? You get the nurse. You get the nurse. Well, you got the yeah, weird orderly guy. In the hallway. Yeah, she knew. She knew. And he's like <laughs> sad. She was drawing angels. He's sadder than gear. Yeah, he is. So you don't, do you agree with me now? Well, <laughs> I, I, are you supposed to think he's an emissary of the Mothman? He is the Mothman. Oh, you think the orderly's the Mothman? They show he's the Mothman what? later on. Yeah. Oh he, my God! You're right. He yeah, is the Mothman. Moth Hold on. Wait. What? You didn't he's know this. He's the Mothman. He's yeah. right. How right. is he the Mothman? Because okay. when he goes to the TNT area, the house that is he sees the, the outline, outline of the guy, the guy and appears, you, and he sees and he goes, "Oh my God! That's the orderly shadow." Right. He's the Mothman. He's the Mothman telling him, "Listen, that's why that guy was so weird." The Mothman's the good guy. Bro, this movie's better than I thought it was. Okay, I didn't. No, it's still it's still just as it was. It's just you missed the part. That was the fucking Mothman. What? 
So she was drawing pictures of the Mothman in um in a notebook. And, yeah. And the guy's like, she was drawing angels. And yeah. it's like, this is the most demonic looking shit I've ever seen. <laughs> This is pure evil, sick angels, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like Satan. Yeah. What kind of fucking angels are you hoping for? Right. <laughs> you think like drawing angels, little kids or something. It's just this winged bat, dark fucking red face with fangs. It's horrifying. <laughs> like, yeah. um, so we go two years later. Yes, flash forward. We flash forward two years Still later. Still winter. And it's it's well it's it's ju- exactly two years later. It's, it's always winter. it's still Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Richard Gere is supposed to go on a date. Yeah, his yeah. friend uh, his friend Eddie sets him up. Who his was friend the, the fast talking guy? Apparently yeah. a Sherpa of the box, because he's just trying to hook him up constantly. Did you <laughs> did you catch that? Yeah, yeah. he's just he's, he's throwing he's throwing Eddie's got like so many women. He's just throwing extras at Gear. Well, nah, so I, 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 is the Mothman trying to get Richard Gere to move on? The Mothman really seems no. to want Richard Gere to be happy. You think the Mothman did No, it? no, no, no. The Mothman does not want that to happen. The Mothman has a purpose, and he wants to badger Richard Gere for the rest of his life. <laughs> oh, he just wants to fuck with Richard Gere? That's what Mothman does. That's what, at least that's what I got out of this. Mothman has chosen Richard Gere to dick around with for the re- until he dies. No. Yes. He left after that. The ending, you never heard of him again? Because Richard Gere chose not to accept the Mothman. Yeah, okay. All right. And that's why he was able to save Laura Lee. Yeah, I see. All right. Get it? No. So Richard... (laughs) (laughs) I don't think anybody gets this shit. (laughs) So Richard Gere um, is driving, and his car dies. He's trying to drive to Richmond, Virginia, and he ends up... Well, before that, he doesn't know that yet, because his car dies. No. He's no, you're wrong. Driving. He's, he's trying to drive to, to Richmond, Virginia, because uh, he's going to meet, like, an interview there. Yeah. And somehow, he time warps all the way to West Virginia on the far yeah. side on the Ohio border, which Rocky is, like, Horror hours Picture and show. hours away. Yeah. The time warp. He should not have <laughs> been able to do that. And his car breaks down outside the house of a guy named Gordon. But he doesn't know that yet. No, he doesn't know that yet. Played That's by what I'm Will saying. Patton. Well, his car dies, and he goes up to the house... And then he finds out, you know, he gets he gets held at gunpoint. Yes. And it looks like he's about to be uh, spooky eyes. Yes. They're about to do some <laughs> spooky acts with Richard Gere, it looks yes. like. Brian got in excited. The <laughs> and then Abigail Adams shows up, the cop, played yeah. by Laura, Laura Linney. Yeah. She's great. She's, also, she's a great actress. Also a fox. Everything she's gorgeous. She's good. Yeah. She's so beautiful. I love Laura Linney. This, yeah, I didn't realize is. you guys were big Linney heads. Are you not into Laura Linney? Uh, she's a cute uh, girl. I'm not as much as she is. She's like this fucking bombshell. Like I find her very attractive. I'm not not as much as Brian, but maybe it's because she played Abigail Adams, and that really does it for me. You love like colonial yeah. ladies. Yeah. <laughs> you should see Brian's Martha Washington nudes. <laughs> so he's he's standing in the bathroom, and it's, it's Betsy all- Ross. What a fox! <laughs> I was reminded of Scarface. I'm like, this is, this is about to get real spooky. I was thinking of Training Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same thing. I wonder if they, they kind of took a little. I think he took him that. to the tub. He did like take if him I'm to the tub. Gonna, I know. It's like if I'm going to blow this guy away, I'm going to put it. In you don't the want a mess. Tub. Yeah, right. And this is where it stopped becoming real for me. Is because they're like, well, let me let me see your credentials. He's like, yes, yeah, I work for the Post, and they didn't shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> like they, I feel like that would have been an immediate. This like, is 2002. Yeah, people. <laughs> they're in, bro. They're in West Virginia. It wasn't. It was 2002. People didn't have a they revulsion com- to all <laughs> no, reporters they, and journalists. They yet. comment on it. They comment on his city-like 
demeanor well, towards it, them. It's less of a it's political not thing and yeah. more of like yeah. a city folk versus country folk yeah. type mm-hmm. yeah. you know, divide. Um, so we get a bunch of weird transitions. Well, this is when we find out that about yeah. the time warp, and it's also. Um, he, this guy Gordon tells him that Richard Gere had visited. He also him. tells him greed is good. That's Gordon Gecko. <laughs> That's his uncle. All right. Gordon's monthly. They all meet. Charles <laughs> the, Gordon. The Gordon Fisherman. Yeah, so Gordon <laughs> Fisherman. Charles, Charles Gordon. Gordon. Will 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 Patton has a, a horrible name in this. Who's Will Patton? The actor. Yeah, he plays Gordon. Gordon. What's his last name? Lightfoot. <laughs> <laughs> Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Yeah. Small Smallwood. That's a horrible name. I feel like that's not a bad name. No? Gordon Smallwood? That's very Anglo. It's a pretty bad name. I like it. Yeah. Steven's like, I want huge wood. <laughs> right. Like, you, you, Michael, mediocre, like, come on. Average wood? Average wood? Mediocre chode? What do, come on. That's a bad name, dude. I don't see the problem. No? You don't, you don't agree? I like it. Do you just like Smallwood? I think I'm going to name my kid that. Smallwood? <laughs> Gordon Smallwood Galati. <laughs> GSG. <laughs> so we see the Point Pleasant Hotel, yep. which I didn't even know they were in Jersey. <laughs> oh, bro. You did the same joke? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> Point Pleasant Hotel. They're going to play boardwalk games. They're not going after a turtle. <laughs> he says he doesn't know where he is, though. Like, well, yo, the, he doesn't know where he got there. Yeah, he, was, like, yeah. he wasn't trying to go there. He's well, not really being too inconspicuous with like being innocent here. They're like, what are you doing here? I don't know. Here's, here's my biggest problem with this movie. Yeah. The relationship between Richard Gere and Laura Linney makes no sense at It all. doesn't work yeah, at all. Right. No. It's like they meet each other where he's a suspect to a crime, <laughs> and then... They're, they're like buddies. in love. Then they're buddies. Then they're in love. They have no chemistry. Right. They have no yeah. chemistry and they never have sex or kiss or anything. But he's they're like madly in love with each other by the end. You know, it, the, the progression is just not shown. I think maybe there's got to be like deleted scenes or something. No, right? I just think Richard Gere is not a good actor. No, Richard Gere is a good actor, man. Pretty woman. <laughs> <laughs> Officer and a gentleman. Dude. <laughs> I don't know. I never saw he, any of that like, shit. In order, to, <laughs> maybe it's just maybe it's just the bad writing. Who knows? But I feel like he, if you're a good actor, you could actually make emotions out of something, but and there was, was just nothing what there. What was so bad about what he did? I didn't think he just didn't have emotions at all. And any, I disagree. I thought he had believable was. emotions. You, what do you want him to do? Just be, oh, God, the Mothman. No, but, you know. <laughs> What's the deal with this Mothman? Is he a man? Is he a moth? <laughs> Why is he attracted to the light on my ceiling? Why is he putting <laughs> holes in all of my clothes? <laughs> Why does he hate these balls? <laughs> <laughs> he hates cedar. He hates cedar. So then uh, Richard Gear. Uh, the next day, apologizes to the guy for going to his house yep. and tells him that he's freaking out because of he doesn't know why he's there. And he, he's 400 miles away in two hours, Yeah, and he had lost time. Right. Now, have you guys ever had lost time? No. Yeah. You've had lost time? No, I mean drinking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lose some time quick. <laughs> How do you think he got there? He got time warped, man. He got mothmanned. Okay. It doesn't. It's like when they were walking sure. the wrong direct, the one direction the whole day in the Blair Witch, and then they ended up at the same spot. Okay. It's not the same log. 
You know? Yeah. That's the best scene in the movie. I wish that I had that ability and I could use it to get to work very fast. <laughs> Teleportation? Yeah. Or the Mothman, like, power where you just, just this thing's just sending you random places because it I, wants you there. I did that literally two nights ago. Um, what? What? <laughs> do, do you need a shrink? No, I was just driving home from work and, like, I had no memory of getting from one spot to the next. So you've had lost time. I guess. Do you count that? I, I think I'm just really tired. <laughs> Were you falling asleep at the wheel while driving? Because you shouldn't do that. It's 5 a.m. I'm really tired. <laughs> he thinks aliens are abducting His brain's sh shutting off. I didn't say aliens abducted me. All I said was I was here. Sounds like And then I just recognized where I was. What I was day like, do you think remember. it is? Honest question. Without looking at a, at a calendar, what's uh, today? Juneteenth. <laughs> it's close enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. So, Gear and the cop start talking. Well, he stakes out the house to see if he shows up to ring the bell. Yes. Yeah. And, and he doesn't. The cop pulls him in. Right. And they start And then they become talking. pals. Yeah. And, and I she thought starts, I'd find you here. <laughs> she starts, she yeah. starts talking to him about they start having an X-Files Twin Peaks style investigation. Yeah, yeah, and she tells him other people are talking about it. They're yeah. all seeing the Lincoln Park album everywhere. Uh, there's a <laughs> there's a sketch in the car that matches the one his wife did of the demons. Right. Hybrid theory again. <laughs> <laughs> he's one step closer to the edge, right. and he's yeah, about to yeah. break. <laughs> so now they start interviewing the Mothman sightings, yeah. and this is the one thing in the movie. Well, not the one thing, but... Some of this uh, matches some of the accounts yeah. from real life. So that were happening at this time. Let's talk about this for a second. Okay. Mm -hmm. So 1960s. I think it's, Swinging 60s. Here I come, I baby. It's, yeah. Uh, 66. Uh -huh. Yeah, 66. The Mothman starts making appearances in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. The first sighting is this couple where they were making out in They're, the car, yeah. mm -hmm. and then the Mothman chased them down this road. But there was a... Now, in the, the film, there's a big light that happened. Yeah. So it was just a camera crew. They were, like, trying to film. And, and like, you know the young couple that are, like, getting engaged? Yeah. I think they're, like, the stand-in yeah. for this. Yeah. And then there's the woman that... Uh, it's eight feet tall. Yeah. That was another, like, eyewitness sighting. There were over a 100 of these... Mothman sightings That's a lot. in a year mm -hmm. uh, in this town. And then, well, we know what happens. There's plenty, there's a bunch of theories on what this was. That's one every three Can, can days, I tell you my dude. theory? Yeah. They're next to a chemical plant just putting shit into their water supply and they don't know it. And like there was just a mass psychosis. And after the first person said it, they put it into the collective conscious and everybody started seeing a fucking Mothman. So it's actually not a chemical plant. It's not a chemical plant. It is. It was the, it's a power plant. It is the remains of an munitions depot where they worked on the explosives that went into the Manhattan Project. So not too so far off. So it's connected with <laughs> the atomic bomb. So it is chemicals. And the leakage ended up, like leakage from the facility ended up in the water, in like the rivers and-, and They're putting chemicals region. in the water that they're, make us see the friggin' Mothman. Yeah, they're turning the oh, Mothman shit. gay. <laughs> um, the, there is a working theory that the Mothman is a very large crane. It's a specific type of crane called Sand Hill Crane 
which on its is normally has a six foot wingspan and has red on its face. Okay. So like around its eyes. And like a lot of people think that's that's what people were seeing. Wow. If there are people that think like the chemicals actually mutated one of these things. Did anybody uh, very large try giving him tree fitty? <laughs> He's an eight foot tall monster. Right. Nobody <laughs> tried doing this. There's also this thing called just to stay on the bird thing. Uh, it's called eye shine. So when birds uh, have light flashed on them, like a headlight, mm -hmm. their eyes turn red. And there's a specific type of owl in the region called the barred owl that are like all over the place down there that get big red eyes when you shoot them with a light. Okay. And yeah, so that's what some people think some it people is. Some people think it is. Right. Mm. But there's, okay. like I said, there's over 100 fucking Mothman sightings in a year. Something was going on, whether it's some mass hysteria thing or confusion. I don't know. What do you think? Oh, I think it's a Mothman. Okay. Yeah, he's, just, he's a fucking visitor from the Moth universe. I don't know. That's probably one of those stupid the cranes. The strange thing. <laughs> now, how much did you research into this? Not I have this. watched many Mothman documentaries you, you have. over the years. Yes. And now you, thought, you think it was the Mothman here, but I know. No, I don't. <laughs> oh, I'm just, okay, I'm just like, kidding. Sure, but there's been sure you are, yeah. multiple sightings of some similar figures with similar re like problems, yeah. right? So like, it can't, it can't all be chemicals. No, like there has to be. Something. I actually don't think it's chemicals at all. I think people. I think like three, two or three people saw a bird, and everyone hopped, and on. everybody else was just imagining shit. Hopped on the bandwagon, like the leprechaun in Mobile, Alabama. The oh yeah, tree. Uh, yeah, yeah. It could be a crackhead. Yeah, got a hold of stuff. This all culminates with an event, and we'll get to it. But yeah, that's where we're. Oh, the Mothman prophecies. Yes, Let's talk about it's this. a book. It's a mm -hmm. book. It's a novel by this guy, John Keel. John Keel, who's an abnormal, abnormal researcher guy. Right. Like he's like he talks about ultra terrestrials, which are like yeah. it, things from other dimensions. So not too spooky, but a little spooky. He's a little spooky. Um, a little spooky. He, or in Brian's case, pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, a fairy tale. The he pretty much took the Mothman accounts and wove them into this narrative, and that's what we're seeing in the movie. Just and he says that this was happening to him, like he was communicating with the Mothman. Yeah, this is like his. The own Richard own. Gere part is based is, this guy. is based on him right. mostly, mm -hmm. except he never worked for the Washington Post. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of a kook, John Keel. Yeah, seems that way. But so, anyway, back to the film. They're, they're researching and talking to all these people. There's calls at the fire department. And the cop has a lot of downtime. They're She's just hanging with gear. Constantly. There's no and crime. He also becomes like best pals with the other guy. The yeah, family. Gordon. He's dinner with them. Yeah. He but, go, he, when the guy goes to, to have his like... Cancer scan, he goes to the hospital with him. He's in the fucking room with him. Well, there's a reason for that. Because he said oh, yeah. there was a, a thing that happened where he was complaining about some headaches and problems and some hallucinations. And he's like, my wife died like that. And it turns out she had cancer. Let's see if you have cancer. And this was the back to the beginning that, of the episode when we said, do you think it gave her cancer? This shows that it didn't because he didn't have cancer. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was showing like, no, no, no. He's just saying bad shit's happening. He didn't kill anyone. Right. So 
And then you get the uh, the 99 dead thing, I believe, which is utterly terrifying to me. Cause 99 dead yeah. yeah, I wanted die. To, I wanted to talk about this with you, actually. I don't. Yes, me too. I'm terrified of talking about this. So Stephen firmly believes that he gets premonitions. The no. beeve who saw the future. I, I don't believe I get premonitions. I believe I did get one major one at a, and a few small ones at a certain amount of time frame in my life. Which is uh, last second. Beaver years. believes he gets premonitions. Let's, sure. Can we talk about this? Yeah, we. I don't. Uh, sure. I this, hate talking about it because it, it's actually disturbing. It needs to happen. But it has to happen. Yeah, especially with this. Um, okay, explain. He gets Mothman prophecy. So I did not get a Mothman prophecy because I didn't get like phone calls. I didn't get like voices. I didn't hear voices. I didn't see things. I didn't, I didn't hallucinate. But I had a dream. I had like Martin Luther. So King. did Martin Luther yeah. King. Look what happened to him. I can draw this out. Legit, frame by frame, I could draw out this dream. And this happened in 2007, I would say, is a safe bet. Uh, I was in contact with Brian this entire time, and he can yeah, contest this. Yeah, I remember you called me. Yeah, I called him in a panic at 1 in the morning, I believe. So well, I had a dream. Want comfort, you went to the right guy. <laughs> well, there was nobody else. I knew he was the only one awake. So at this point, I was sleeping. I was having a regular dream. And he turned over and said, Brian, I had a bad dream. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's the matter, Steve? And he was holding me. Like, Don't worry. It was just spooky time. It was just spooky time. And then whispered in my ear. <laughs> I knew I was dreaming. And I, for some reason, I was having a regular, like, bullshit dream. And I got pulled out of it. I can't explain what it is, but I'm awake. Like, I'm clearly awake, but I can't wake up. I try screaming in my dream, and I can't scream. But there's something stuck in my mouth, or something's preventing me. I told you it was spooky time. I tried pulling at, like opening my mouth, and I couldn't. This happens to me too. It happens. Yeah. So, it I get dragged to a rainy intersection. I look down to my left, and like there's a crossroads. A crossroad, kind of. There, it, not really a crossroad, but it's an intersection. Steve, I was there. Yeah, <laughs> playing guitar. There was a person laying flat on their face with blood coming out of their stomach or chest. It was hard to really tell. I got pulled forward again. Somebody was being held, looking up by somebody else. It was clearly somebody was injured. I I could draw out the face if you want. It, it was, yeah, it happened. I get pulled towards the end of the intersection. It's raining. There's two cop cars there. And it's somebody sitting next to a, on the side of a guardrail in an orange jumpsuit. And he's holding his chest and I, his eyes are very evil looking, but it's very cloudy. And he's looking right at me and trying to breathe, like, almost his last breaths. And I'm he's trying standing? to... Standing? No, he's laying down. He's clearly, like, hit. So I'm he's trying... He's, like, shot? It looks like he's shot. It's it's hard to tell, but he's definitely laying on his side. In an orange jumpsuit, clearly a prison jumpsuit. Uh, I'm panicking. I'm trying to wake up. I can't wake up. And then he said, William. I did wake up. Uh, and when I woke up, there was three people standing over me looking down. I freak out. I turn what, Was it the Tin Man, the Scarecrow? It was. <laughs> yeah. It was. And you were brief, there. And you it was were for there. a brief three or four seconds, like sleep paralysis. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I chalk that up as a nightmare. I'm. I can't go back to sleep. I call up Brian. I'm like, out. listen, I'm coming over. I tell. I text him about the dream. I'm like, dude, I'm coming. I'm coming over. He goes, sure. You know. And he could tell you verbatim. That's basically what I told him. I. I don't think I. Yeah. I deviated from that at all. You remember this night. I yeah. remember him telling me about the fucking weird dream. Yes. And then uh, I had a flip phone at right. the time, a Google flip phone. And I'm panicking. My mind's racing. I open up the news, and there it is, the story. Uh, a man escaped from an institution, stole, stole guards' guns, beat them up, uh, shot, some shot a driver in the head, stole his car, and then he himself got killed. So you saw the guy. 
there's a couple of different things that are a little weird with this because it wasn't in New York. Where was it? Ecuador? Uh, I have the article um, because I knew you'd ask about this. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) This was actually in Maryland. Ah. So the... There's two scary things about that. One, if it actually is the truth, that's fucking pretty wild, right? Because did I see something happening as it happened, or did he see something before it happened, is the scary part. Well, if the article was already ready, I guess it happened already. What? Well, no, it happened. When you woke up, wasn't the article there? No, no. I woke up, I went to Brian's house, hung out for about an hour, you came over, and then I showed him the article, and I was like, dude, like, I didn't have, I don't see. It was the next day. It was like the next day, yeah. Yeah, it was the next day the article, like, matched his thing. Yes. I remember this. And I, I actually have it. Um, I, wish, I wish we had photos. Let see if it was who you saw. I, I believe I you. don't have. I, I could check, maybe, if you want to search the guy, but. Why don't you. Uh, you um, talk about a dream. What's the date on that? This is 2007. Uh, let me get the exact date. Like, if anybody wants to go investigate yeah. this. Sure, maybe somebody else actually had like a similar situation where this happened, but it's actually really difficult because I have horrible service. But actually, Brian, you can actually you have a, you have a get computer a right there. I, I have the yeah. same dream. Uh, I would talk to the person. I'd be like, really, and I, I'd tell him to draw it out, or at least get some like a police sketch artist to do it. You know. Well, you've had other incidents too. Uh, yeah, but nothing like this. This was the worst one. I act- this actually fucked me up for a long time. I couldn't sleep for like two years. I remember you telling me about an airplane. Yeah, yeah. I've, I know I've you've had, had a lot of airplane I, dreams that have come true. I've had a lot. I haven't had one in a long time. Yeah. But I used to get a lot. I think once I moved out of that house, it, it stopped. Really? Yeah. You think you were on like a fault house. line? I think it was either that or not a fault line, but just something about it. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Um, but yeah. Search. Uh, let's see what this guy's name. Kel- uh, Kelvin Polk. K-E-L-V-I-N-P-O-K-E. This was Laurel, Maryland. Wow. And I'm sure you can find the uh, the article. Uh, big dude. Inmate escapes from hospital. It's in New York Times. Yeah. January 3rd, 2008. There you go. Okay, 2008. There you go. Mm-hmm. You can look up the article and... Listen, I don't... I have no reason to lie about that. No. It's I'm, just stupid if I do. Right. You know, but that happened. And this movie specifically fucked me up a little bit because of that. It brought that back. As soon as I saw the scene, I was like, oh, B was going to hate this. It brought me back and I'm like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Can you talk about the planes? Because doesn't doesn't your grandmother have sight Uh, and your mother too? No, just my mother. has got the shine? No, just my mother. His mother has the shine. (laughs) No, just just my mother. She's had multiple incidences where she would wake up from nightmares, tell us like, I saw a plane coming down, blah, blah, blah. And we would brush it off almost every time. And almost every time, next morning, a plane crashes. I had a, the last one I had, I actually can't tell you the date. I can. September 10th, 2001. <laughs> Piece of shit. You couldn't say <laughs> it. No, it won't. No, I swear. I, I had a dream that I was on a plane and uh, I was leaving from Africa. It was like Air Africa, I believe. Like the, I don't know why I knew it. Who were you in there? I couldn't tell you, but I was a per- he was, I was a, a Toto. I was a passenger <laughs> on the plane. It was from a first person view, which was weird. Mm-hmm. And uh, plane takes off. I can't imagine how much time passes, but I hear yelling. I hear a complaint. I hear somebody saying in my head, "Oh God, oh God, please no, please no." He's Ozzy. You were, then, you were listening to Black Sabbath. <laughs> everything went black. <laughs> it just went black. And uh, I woke up. I was like, "Oh, that was fucking creepy." You know, I go about my day. I look at the news again, and uh, the plane from Ethiopia 
uh, crashed. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like that same day. It happens all the time. Like, uh, at least it used to. <laughs> I got used to it at that point. I was just, I don't even want to think about it half the time. It's very difficult to sleep because it, you don't know when it's going to happen. You think you grew out of your shine? I would fucking hope so. <laughs> that's just terrifying. Like you don't like that's not that's not fun. It's not fun to talk Beaver about. Is, it's not Beaver's doctor sleep. <laughs> <laughs> There's no that the thing like I wish there was a way to like 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 a warning. Like like you know like You wish you could get like a phone call. Phone a, call a would be nice. Man. Yeah. I would prefer the phone call. Yeah. Hopefully he ends like Scatman Carruthers. <laughs> You want Beaver to take an axe to his fucking. But yeah, if anybody, if anybody has, I, I've done research about it too, where like certain events happen, and a lot of people will have dreams about like the event. So there was a volcano that went off where like it covered a school in ash, and like thirty people in the town had a dream about a school covered in ash, and it's oh. like who's gonna just make that up for fun? Like that's not something fun to make up. That's like that island, Montserrat. You about Montserrat? Ever no. hear of the island of Dr. Monroe? He's turning people into human-animal hybrids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's wearing a bucket yeah, on his head. <laughs> you know about Montserrat? No, what is that? Topic. What is it? It's an island in the Caribbean uh, that has a volcano. Mm-hmm. And the volcano, like, buried the city, and they had to evacuate it, and it's never been repopulated. Wow. It's like a modern Pompeii. It happened in the 90s. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. You don't hear about that. No, you don't. But yeah, that's my that's my story. Anyway, this kind of this movie though doesn't remind me so much of that as it does about like Lovecraft. HP? Yeah. Like it's very Lovecraftian this story. That's mm. not my favorite HP. What's your favorite HP? Hewlett Packard. HPV. <laughs> <laughs> he Sick. loves the human papillomavirus. Sick. <laughs> so, she tells <laughs> So Laura Linney talks about her dream where she's going to wake up surrounded by... Oh, she's in the water. She's in the water. Surrounded by presents. Surrounded by presents. And she's, and it says, wake up, 37. Yes. Creepy. In a row. Snoogans. <laughs> oh. That's good. So... That was a cool scene. Yeah. So then the William Patton, Gordon gets cancer. You know, they find out about... Well, he the talks airplane. to the Mothman. The Mothman the tells him his, his name. name is, What's his name? Ingrid Cole. Did you did you Google search that name? No. Do it right now. Yeah, yeah let him do it. What what's the name? I want Ingrid Cole. Ingrid Cole. I N D R I D Cole. It's a musical artist. <laughs> Watch. Ingrid Cold band. Yeah. No, not the band. Just the name. Delete band. Enter. Cryptid. <laughs> I want you to look at the images. He's like a man in black type guy, right? No. <laughs> oh, he's a creepy smiling dude who kind of looks like the Joker. Oh, there he is. Yeah. Cold. yeah. Now, is that... It's a character from the Mothman Prophecies, the book. In the book, they describe him looking like that? I guess, yeah. Oh. Yeah, he like visits him and shit and like has conversations with him. Because in this, I was hoping to see him. No. And it's like, you never do it. It's just, right. I was left wanting more. Um, The guy Gordon, is his sink is talking to him. <laughs> And At least it's not his bathtub trying to eat him. The bathtub, the bathtub trying to eat Oscar. Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> his, his sink is talking to him. And it tells him about people dying. And it pretty much we get to see what would be the end result if Richard Gere kept up with the Mothman. Yes. I think, you know? And we'll see what happens later. So 300 dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, no, he says 300 will 300 die. 300 will die. And then he immediately has the paper. 
yes. where it's like 300 are already dead. It doesn't seem like he's making a prediction. It's very fast. It the, already the reporting, happened. The reporting is the newspapers are wonderful in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. <laughs> and to your point, the cut, the cutting in this and the transitions are just. They're all over the fucking place. Yeah, it's so weird, the transitions. Yeah. Like, they're always making moth shapes. And, yeah. And then they'll just show, lighting. like, a, a panning of a city block. Like, or the block we get of moth town. vision. Yeah. <laughs> yes. like, yeah. Like, it's flying overhead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's happening? So then, this is the, the scene, the, the scene. injured cold call. Yes. With Richard Gere. <laughs> Richard Gere gets a call from Gordon. Tells him he's sitting with injured cold, the Mothman. And they have a conversation, and you guys got to tell Injured me. Cold already knows everything. <laughs> yes. yes. And how does he test him? And he's like, he's like, what's in my yes. shoe? Your watch. In your, your shoe. Freaks out. <laughs> freaks out. He opens a dresser Under drawer. the bed. He grabs a stick, a chapstick. Chap. What's in my hand? Stick. And he goes, doom, doom. And you're like, oh. And he throws it and he freaks out like it's like he now is the scary thing. Because everything before then really was just clearly bullshit. <laughs> it's the chapstick that did And it. then they're reading the book and the Mothman knows the, the pages he's yes, on. Yes, he reads, line he reads 51, the line. And, but, and it zooms in with like yes. red moth yeah. shit. <laughs> moth vision. And this, this was actually creepy where... The police officer goes to Gordon, yeah, to see like, oh my God, he's there. I got to help him. And right. he's like, I've been sleeping since like nine o'clock. Right. Like, what are you talking about? Which was he? Gordon didn't call. It was the Mothman. Yeah, Mothman. Yeah, he could just. He was using his voice. Voices. Right. So then uh, Richard Gere takes it to do audio analysis. Right. He recorded the phone call. Yeah. Yes. And basically. You know, they're like, this doesn't work. Uh, this is not a human voice. It's right. electric. It's electric impulses. Yeah. yeah. I wa He watches him. I watched you last night, Mr. Klein. Have a sweet piece. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> no, he didn't think. I'm like, that's that's the first thing that pops in my head. Like, Ingrid Cold is watching me, but like, how, how much is he watching me? The Mothman is <laughs> a creep. Yeah. Yeah, he's flying overhead, <laughs> looking at you. Where's the gerbil, Mothman? Where's the gerbil? Hey! hey. <laughs> you broke your own fucking rule. Yeah, but, but who watches you, the Watchmen? What do you, Apparently, no one. One of you guys just has to tag it up. <laughs> it's too good. It's too good. Where's the gerbil, Mothman? Where's the gerbil? You gotta say it, ain't? Say what? Where where's the gerbil? In your shoe. In your shoe. <laughs> the gerbil's in Richard Gere's shoe. Well, his man purse. <laughs> no, it's in his ass. Yeah, but the Mothman has to say it. In your ass. <laughs> so uh, Richard Gere is told basically to stay out of play Point Pleasant. That's when he had to call fucking Ben Affleck from Phantoms. He would have known what to do. And I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Is this movie? In response to 9-11. Because, what hold on, hold fuck? on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Who's Bush? <laughs> Is Gordon Smallwood Bush? Because <laughs> that would make so much sense for me. It explains the name. <laughs> hold on. Stay with me. Richard Gere is the WMDs. <laughs> 
right, hold on. Stay with me. I'm trying. 9-11, because I was thinking about this. 9-11 happens. It's the biggest disaster in the nation's history. I think we could agree, right? Uh, sure. Okay. It's up there. We're, we're dealing human with this. Human disaster. Human disaster. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's an earth-shattering event. And this entire movie is so about... Is the earthquake in Chicago. This entire movie is about preventing some sort of catastrophe or disaster. And it comes out the year after 9-11. It's not totally conscious, but I feel like there's something there. When the bridge collapses and you're watching the destruction, it's impossible not to, especially at the time, think about 9-11. Yeah. You know, and all the, the death. I feel like it's a subtle, like, response. I don't think the movie is really reckoning that. I think it's a cultural thing, though. It's just in the air. It's in the air. That's what I'm saying. I sure. don't. I don't even know if it's conscious. Mm. But I, this movie doesn't come out in 2000. It comes out in 2002. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah and I definitely think that's... I don't know. It could just be, like, the timing. But again. what's in the air that gets a movie greenlit about preventing a giant catastrophe? You know? I mean... Could be the Mothman. Yeah, it's just, yeah what if he did it? Where's yeah. the script? <laughs> in your hand. <laughs> you think he'd stop answering the phone at one point? Like, bad shit keeps happening. Well, that's why he stopped. Just don't answer the phone. Why he stopped. So there's a chemical plant, right? Yeah. Gordon is on the bridge, and he gets a visit from his wife. With a wake-up call? Yes. Yes. Right? You're right. You're right. He gets a wake-up call, and they're like, this On is the bridge, he says, call. everything is real. He's like, this is real. Like, I'm going to meet the Mothman. This is this is what I'm doing now. I'm all about the Mothman. And then there's a, there's a wake-up call, like a wake-up call for you. And he's like, I didn't order a wake-up call. And that's, oh, was that him, the Mothman telling him to go save Gordon? Or to yeah. Go, like, talk yes. to him? Yes. And then Gordon calls. Mothman's the good guy. Gordon calls, Richard Gere runs to Gordon, uh -huh. and Gordon is dead. And then, you know, they come, and Laura Linney's like, when did you get here? Right. When did he call He's you? He's been out here for hours. Yeah, he called me an hour ago. Right. And she hasn't had enough of his shit. She's had enough Mothmania. Yeah. Mothmania. Well, uh, Ingrid Cold's kind of a jerk in this. Really, really driving people crazy. He's he, fucking with lights. I don't even know if he wants to prevent anything. I think he just does what he does. Yeah. Like, I think that's what you're supposed to get out of this. He just is. He's part of the natural world. Yeah. It's just we can't perceive him mm. unless he chooses to pre to present himself. He's, so how does he present himself? Well, he, he, <laughs> he flies into your code. car and kills your wife. He presents himself. Hello. Oh, oh look. Whoosh. <laughs> oh, silly Ingrid. Ingrid going at it again. <laughs> had some good air time this time. Sadly, Susan's dead, but you know. At least he's back in fucking New Jersey. He loves prank phone calls, too. He does. <laughs> Andrew Cold is a jerky He's boy. So He's just a jerk. <laughs> He's fucking with the Christmas lights too. You didn't see that? 
<laughs> like they're in the town square. The lights are flashing. Like he's just stop, stop fucking with lights, man. Ring, ring. Who is this? Gotcha. It's Saul Rosenberg. <laughs> <laughs> I fell down the stairs and my shoes fell off. <laughs> I wake up. My teeth are bleeding. <laughs> I cannot shoot popcorn while driving cab. <laughs> He's calling up bars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's breaking the kitchen. <laughs> who is this? Jim. Jim who? Gymnasium. <laughs> and the, but the bartender knows what's up. He's like, this fucking cold. I can't with this guy. He keeps... Okay, cold. <laughs> Didn't you fall for a refrigerator yes. running prank? Yes. Yes, when we all worked at Applebee's, I used to answer the phones. That was my job. And they, they called once. They asked us if our refrigerator was running. And I said yes. And then he just goes, you better go catch it. I couldn't believe they got You're me. You're the first person to fall for that joke. In 60 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's your refrigerator run. Hello? Red. <laughs> I fucked your mother. <laughs> you yellow bastard. <laughs> Cold laughing. <laughs> I don't know why they can't get a caller ID trace. <laughs> it's never working. Hey, two bar. <laughs> So at this point, I wrote the movie's dragging. Oh, yeah. It's really slowing down. And now Richard Gere's like, I got to go to the writer who knew the building was going to blow up. Because this writer apparently knew a building mm -hmm. was going to blow up, tried to, like, you know, get it taken care of. And he got arrested as a suspected terrorist. Right. Richard Gere goes to him and they have a conversation about stuff. And I love the line where he's like, we're not allowed to know. Yeah. Right. You're yeah. never going to know the answers to the Mothman. Well, that guy was talking to Mothman himself. Originally. And he gave it up. He's like, I'm stepping away from the Mothman. It's and the only it way to live. him after that. Yeah. Mothman but just, it's like you have, Richard Gere was like, don't you want to know? And he's like, we can't know. Do you think Mothman was just trying to get a friend, but he's like, that's the only way he knows how? Do you think he would have called for you Christmas? Think he's just socially awkward. <laughs> how do you think that Christmas call would have went? <laughs> So there's going to be a great tragedy on the Ohio River, mm -hmm. right? And Richard Gere is, like, panicking, and he's, like, going to a politician. Mm -hmm. Nothing happens, and he looks like a crazy asshole. Yes. Mothman just ruined his career. Yep. <laughs> That's what he does. And then he gets a message mm -hmm. that Mary will call him Friday at noon. Right. In Georgetown. Just fucks with, that has to fuck with your head. Uncle Freddy died. <laughs> Got you. Thanks, <laughs> up. You killed Uncle Freddy. Now you want to kill me, right? I said this is an okay movie, but as a comedy, it might, it might be better.
go to the beach, I step on piss clams. They rub sand on my ashy nipples. <laughs> it's three in the morning, you're on the phone, just, what? Why? Why are you doing this? <laughs> hey, that jerky. <laughs> Frank Rizzo. You can't even unplug the phone, it keeps going. It keeps going every time. I gave him some peanuts and some money. <laughs> he said his name was Pico. <laughs> anyway. So, <laughs> so Richard Gere goes to Georgetown mm-hmm. and he he has a fight with uh, Laura Linney. But yes. she's like, enough of this Mothman shit. Yeah. Just come for Christmas. Just come for Christmas. And he's like, I gotta go talk to my dead wife. This is when he <laughs> fi- this is when he finally asked. Oh, wait, his dead wife showed up at the police department. Yes. Yeah, that's right. That was kind of creepy. Yeah. That's cool. That was yeah. a good scene. But also very weird because like she saw her, but he didn't. Right. So it's just this like lost thing. And well, she wouldn't acknowledge it. She didn't want to believe it. Mm-hmm. Richard yeah. Gere is like, is this the woman? She's like, like they look similar. Yeah, well, she what doesn't a bitch. want to believe it. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, yo, you just got Mothman. Just admit it. <laughs> it's happening to everybody. You know it's the He's truth. He's pranking everybody in town. <laughs> yeah, the local bar owner is furious all the time. <laughs> he told him he's going to dig up his mother and fuck a skeleton. <laughs> it was around the 60s, right, when this actually happened? <laughs> Is the fat muffin man there? How is that fat muffin ass bastard? <laughs> it's a town of like 600. T O R S. By the way, you have cancer. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you don't know if you'd believe him or not? Al. Al who? Alcoholic. <laughs> Maya. Maya who? Maya butt reeks. <laughs> I need Amanda. <laughs> Amanda who? Amanda hugging kiss. <laughs> so... She clearly knows, like, this is happening. She tries to ignore it. She invites him over for Christmas, and he finally acts. He finally breaks down. This is a great performance from Gear, right here. I'll, I'll give him He's that. He's great. I'll give him that. This scene yep. when he, like, is debating internally right. about... He rips the phone out of the wall. He gives up on his dead wife. Right. And he knows that... She's dead. She's dead. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be able to talk to her. Laura Linney has convinced him mm-hmm. to stop mourning your dead wife. Come over here and jump in this sweet thing. Right. Which was also completely confusing to me. Why? Because at no point did I feel like he was looking for his dead wife throughout this entire movie. Uh, but <laughs> that option <laughs> you know what I mean? pr- presented itself. He wasn't and, looking and for she, his dead wife. Right. But and his she dead wa- wife was contacting him through yeah. the Mothman. Or she, at least the Mothman, the Mothman was Mothman, using yeah. his dead wife to entice him. And she walked into friggin'. She walked into the police station. Exactly. Right. And then the Mothman 
calls him again, and he doesn't pick up this time. Mm-hmm. And that is him choosing. Well, he rips the phone out, but it right. keeps ringing. It's choosing. Which is what he does life. to the bartender. <laughs> 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 and um, the, he, uh, he gets into holiday traffic, right? Yeah, it's bridge traffic. Yeah. I hate bridge traffic. Yeah. It sucks. Sitting in traffic <laughs> or getting one kick in the balls? Remember that time you were in bridge traffic? Yeah, I, I did like an Instagram live. Yeah. <laughs> I was so bored. I was in traffic for like an hour and a half stuck on the outer bridge. That was a nightmare. Part of me was like, I wish this would just sink into the sea right now. <laughs> you wish the mall man would have saved you? This is preferable. <laughs> So the bridge collapses, and it's a pretty gnarly scene. And it looks this, good. This it's happened cool. in real life. Yes, which we'll, we'll, let's, we'll yeah. talk about the real thing at the end. Yes. Mm-hmm. Richard Gere jumps into the, sea, the, the Ohio River. The Ohio River. Wouldn't he have died? That, like that was my Greece. thought. My thing, I thought, like, why don't you take your coat off? I imagine that, like, would impede swimming. I mean, neither one is good. Coat or no coat, it's zero degrees. But, like, what, <laughs> usually, like, when you jump off a bridge, it's like a suicide thing. I guess this is a not. Well, the bridge already collapsed. No, he's on it. Like part of it. It it already fell a little bit. He jumped off a off of the edge, like at a decent height. I feel. He dove. Bridge scene coming down yeah, is actually we, really. We, you cool. didn't know is that Richard Gere's character was actually Aquaman, um, tr- classically trained in diving from Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> he could do the triple Lindy with his eyes closed. Oh whoa! <laughs> yeah. And he could learn about communism from Robert Downey Jr. That's right. Uh, <laughs> you look like the poster boy for birth control. Br- bridge took a really long time to fall. I love the scene, but it it's took, a great scene. It, mm-hmm. it took a long time. Just, I like when the the cable smashes the car. Oh, oh that was brutal. Yeah, that was cool. It takes out the kid, right? Yeah, yeah. Felt bad. And you see the the. The girlfriend in the gown. She's trying on trying wedding, wedding dresses dress. on Christmas Eve in, in the middle of the night. And he just gets killed by a giant cable. Poor guy. That guy got it bad. Mm-hmm. The wife has it bad, too. Lost, lost her husband. And he, Richard Gere saves her. He pulls her out. Yes. Yes. 36 are dead. Mm-hmm. And they fucked it up. Mothman is just a big Kevin Smith fan. He was trying to make a Kevin Smith joke. He was trying to make a 37 joke. Mm-hmm. And by saving Laura Lenny... Now it's 36, and no one can make the clerk's reference. Mothman's there in his silent bob coat, his backwards hat. He's smoking <laughs> a cigarette, and he's trying to look all cool. And there you go. They fucked up Mothman's joke. Wake up, 37. Snookins. Snookins. <laughs> 30, 37 dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Your mother read. <laughs> so it's time to talk about reality. Yeah. Okay. In reality, reality, 46 people died on the bridge. On the Silver Bridge. And collapsed. the bridge collapsed due to an eye bar failure. And in the movie, it says we don't know how it collapsed, but they know. Yeah, they know how it collapsed. It is actually legendary in architecture as a design failure where basically they were like, they did not know that this piece could break. However, due to the way they designed the bridge, they would never have a way to check that the in- internal aspect of this beam was rotted from the inside uh, because of how they had built the bridge. And they're huh. like, it's a master class in how when you design something, you need to think about future problems that can arise so people can get there. Wow. And they were like, that is why the bridge collapsed. Do you think other bridges had that flaw and they had to like go in and? I'm sure they did. You think so? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's after wild. this, the, the, any bridge designed the same way, I'm sure they were like, like "Let's we get on fix this." this. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
That's what happened like with the nuclear reactors when Chernobyl happened. Of course, yeah. Yeah, so the movie, um, like, like we said, it's not really um, interested in connecting any of the... Reality. Right. But it, it doesn't have to. What was the know? reality of the actual prophecies themselves? There were no prophecies. There was nothing. No. So the Mothman Prophecies the is just Mothman like Prophecies nothing. is a novel written by a guy. I, I thought maybe the, the people talking about the Mothman would have had some connection they to just it. They him. just saw him. They just oh, saw him? Yeah, they just saw him. Oh, there was no and talking like, at all? Well, it, it once the bridge collapsed. The bridge collapsed one year after the, the sightings of the Mothman, and then the sightings stopped. So they naturally made that connection. Okay. There was a sighting days before the bridge collapse of the Mothman on the bridge. You know, he's now become the harbinger of this. For a while, there was this thing where they were saying he was connected to, like, an Indian curse by this guy called Cornstalk in the 1700s. So there was a battle, and he cursed the, the town. But uh, that Point turned, Pleasant? Yeah, that turned out to be, like, a play that someone wrote in, like, 1905. Okay. And was, had no basis in reality <laughs> whatsoever. There's all they have a statue in the town of the Mothman now. Really? Yeah, the town is all Mothman crazy now. Do you think that like Mothman doesn't like the commercialism, or is he happy he's out there? I think so. I think Mothman is all about the publicity. He's like, put me out there. I wanted people to know about me. Sure. He's probably having a fucking ball with cell phones. (laughs) Does he just send text messages? He does the spam calls. You get. Yeah. No no one answers anymore. I want to give you an update on your car insurance. <laughs> I speak Chinese to people now. It's my new gimmick. Yeah, he's the Chinese he's the bank. Chinese. Would you like to learn about your car's extended warranty? <laughs> we'll hang up on him. He's doing like real meta comedy that nobody yeah. gets. Yeah. It's the it's Andy Kaufman. Yeah. You know there's like one 60-year-old that says like, "Oh, I definitely want to hear about that." And he just destroys that person's soul. Grandpa, I'm in jail. I need you to wire me money. I'm an African prince in Nigeria. I'm calling about the United Veteran Fund. We take donations. Do you support cops? <laughs> we need your money. Oh, God. I've cursed them out before. I hate them so yeah. much. <laughs> so, what do we think of the movie? The movie is better than I remember it, but again, it's not great. It, it If it was about a half hour shorter, yeah, it, could it, would, be be a, it would be a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your uh, out of ten? Five. Okay. That's exactly where I am. Two and a half, five. Mm-hmm. I'm about a six. Six out of ten. Yeah. I liked yeah. the, the, the concept a lot. It just wasn't the best executed. There's definitely a good story there. It's just the execution. Yeah. Right. Now, is this Mothman related? Because it was in my head the whole time. Do you remember you told me, I think it was something about a guy named Mr. Atox. I might be wrong about this. Where this dude was Mr. like... Mr. from Star Trek. It is from Star Okay. <laughs> but it's this guy you told me about who was like abducted or he went on an adventure with an alien for like 10 years and then came back in like West Virginia. Do you remember this? This is a guy that just went into the isn't woods that, for 10 years. Isn't that the plot of Close Encounters? No, you told me about this guy. He was like abducted with by, by aliens? By, 
an alien, like they became friends. It was him That's and like ET, Brian. It was him and like a male alien where they almost had like a gay affair and they went off and like do you remember this? No. Was he fucking with you? No, I'm. Are you making a joke? No, I'm not. You told me about this thing. I wasn't sure if it was the Mothman or not. I thought. Oh, I legit thought you were making a gay. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, I know what you're talking about. All right. So I watched a documentary years and years ago about the Mothman. Uh, That's why. Okay. Yes. And in it, there was Injured Cold was like visiting this guy in his house. It was like the Mothman prophecies documentary or whatever. And it's all bullshit. But me and my brother were watching the thing, and we came up, we, we, we analyzed what they were saying, and like, no, there's no Mothman. He's really just having a gay encounter with another man, and he tells his wife that he's meeting with this alien, <laughs> and he's going up on his spaceship, when really he's just having gay sex. Spaceship. Yeah, that was the joke. Oh, yeah, yeah. But in the documentary, who was it? I don't remember. It, it, was, it was all nonsense. Like, I used to watch these things because... I don't know. I was I was interested in the Mothman, <laughs> but this that particular one was like more about the book this guy wrote and like acting like it was real. Okay. And they were like FBI agents and fucking UFOs and he was from, Mothman was from space. And he's claiming that like he's he's like hung out with the Mothman and like, yeah, injured cold specifically it was like coming to his house and like ringing the bell. Okay. And then he'd leave with him, and the wife would just be like, "Where are they going?" <laughs> The Mothman is just ruining relationships, too. He's such a jerk. Why is he such a jerk? Yeah, I wasn't. See, that was in my head somewhere, but I couldn't Mm. really remember it. Yeah, it was it was a joke that me and my brother had. See, I thought that it was like, yeah. But according to the guy, the Mothman and him were like hanging out and chilling. Yeah. Yeah. They like went on adventures. Okay. What kind of adventures are we talking? Spooky ones. Spooky. (laughs) Very Very spooky adventures. Are we done? That's it. (laughs) I believe believe we're done. Any final words on the Mothman, Mothman prophecies? Um, I I would like to see a movie like this made now that's like better graphics and maybe a little bit more well done because I like the story a lot. I I think it could be a little bit better. The story, it plays like an X-Files or or a a Twilight Zone, little Twin Twin Peaksy. But he was the good guy. Like, I've been saying it through the whole show. It's like, he wasn't a villain. It's, it's just perceived as creepy. From a certain point of view. Right, yeah. That's why, if it's done <laughs> if it's done well, I, I I would like it. Reminds me a little bit of a couple of horror movies recently. Hmm. Like, like uh, Hereditary. Reminds me a little bit of that, like that. How so? Uh, just just the, the, the direction of, like, this possession is actually not what you think kind of thing. That's all. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's it, guys. Let's say goodbye. 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 Thank you for listening. Want to thank you all for listening. Want to give a thanks to Tell Him Steve Dave, Walt Landis recording the studio. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, our view pod on Twitter, reviewing history everywhere else. Send us an email, reviewinghistorypod at gmail.com. Follow me on all social media at Brian Rupert. Follow me on Letterboxd. I rank and review every single movie I watch, not just the ones for this show. Uh, you can find everything about the show in the show notes. And we will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.